welcome to another episode of Behind the Mask. I am here as always, Eugene, your host, waiting for my co-host, which he should be in in a few, he said, in a few, as always. But it is great to be back on. Great to have you guys on. Uh, it's another awesome Monday, you guys. Monday. It's always the worst part of the week, at the beginning of the week. And not only that, but this week was the whole time change, which I don't know about you guys, but it has completely and utterly thrown me off. Today, today dragged. I don't know if it was because I was kind of excited to be on here, which I'm always excited to be on, but it was also like, I thought I had all the time in the world to do like a couple more edits on things and start throwing stuff up that I fell behind. I felt like I had all the time in the world. I never felt like that, but I think it was because of time change. So, you know, right now it should be 7.30. I should be winding down, relaxing, but hey, here we are. It's 6.30, my time over here on the on the West Coast, and it is 9.30 on our guest coast, because he's on the other side. But we're excited today. We have a guest today, which I hate the fact that I didn't get to promote as much as I always do for most of our guests that do come on, but you guys are going to be – it's really cool to have him on. And let's see who's commenting already. Please, Lupe, as always, Lupe. Love to see your comments. What do you have to say? What? Oh, one time, time changer. Yeah. Just, just drive that knife in there, Lupe. Just mm. next time, add a little salt and some lemon. So you know, so I can really feel it. Ah, uh, Lupe. Love you, man. But uh. <laughs> so. Hold on, my stuff. I'm trying to get all my stuff still sorted out too, because I, you know, another thing that's going on is it's 1.9 billion dollars for Lotto. So I'm excited. You know, I had to go get my ticket too. That's the other reason why I'm like still like, okay, do I got everything set up? Yeah, it's set. It's cool. So I mean, why not? And <laughs> yes, Lupe, it sucked. All right. Just Right in there. Hmm. So, anyways, guys, it is, of course, behind the mask. We are here to talk paintball, like always, and we love it, and we are going to definitely do that. As soon as my guests, or not my guests, but as soon as my hosts come on, I want to roll into tourney talk because there is a lot of craziness going on because guess what's around the corner? Yes, Lupus talked about already. Cup. Cup is literally a couple days away. I wish I was going. And I know Lupin's going to throw a comment up right now saying something. Where is it at, Lupin? Come on. I know you, you're, you're storing something up. You're going to type something. Nothing? All right, cool. But it's right around the corner, and there's a bunch of things that have – oh, there it is. Packing as we speak. I hope you forget your underwear. That's all I got to say. Or something like that. So <laughs> – but a lot of things have been been moving. There's like some changes, and I don't know if all of you guys are paying attention to what's going on, but there's some crazy things that have happened in the last week. Some announcements that have been made, and I don't know if they're the other thing that we have was an announcement that it had been announced because Dennis found out about it. But yeah, 
stuff's coming up. I'm excited. And, you know, that's just, that's the way I actually roll, Lupe. I roll that way all the time. I'm just going to put it out there for the whole world can hear. You and me, Lupe, we are one in the same. Look at it. We're thinking the same. So I think we're, we're like twins separated at birth. Then again, you're also a lot older than me. So, oh, my co-host is here. Perfect, because I was getting itchy to want to talk about our our news. So here, here he is. Dennis, how are you? Good evening. Good evening. How you guys doing? So I just found out that Lupe does like to go Lupe likes to go commando. Yes, I saw that. Um not entirely <laughs> surprised. Yeah, I'll, have to, I'll have to admit that um I kind of like it. <laughs> I like your I like your style, Lupe. I like your style. <laughs> oh, yes. But as always, we love you, Lupe. So, Dennis, how was uh, work today? How was, you know, your day? How's it going, honey? Uh, it, it was terrible. Ah, kind of figured that. I have a employee. Well, I shouldn't say an employee. I have one of my one of my nurses put in his two weeks and then decided that he's just going to show up whenever he feels like it. And oh, that was nice. today. One of those days was today. Yeah, so very busy. So, um, oh, my God, I like this one. This is probably kind of what Dennis's day was. Let's see, can I, can I get this? No, no, I can't. I can't make it bigger. Anyways, um, so yeah, welcome, Dennis. And uh, so really quick, just so we could throw this in because I need to start need to start plugging this company, plugging these guys because, and I still haven't put up, and that's my fault because there is a code in order to be able to get some stuff from them. But Dubby, D-U-B-B-Y. That is who is sponsoring this show, Dubby. Dubby Energy. It is a great energy drink. It's one of those that you got to go like this to drink. <laughs> but you shake it, you drink it, and it gives you energy. It's got um, zero sugar, zero artificial filler. There's no fillers in it. It's got a lot of great things about it, and it gives you that energy. And I'm like, you know, I won't be able to keep my eyes off. <laughs> Uh, it's just going to be jiggling. <laughs> well, I don't know about jiggling, <laughs> but... Uh, okay, I'm sorry. I had enough of that. <laughs> we go from behind the mask to behind Lupe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. Ah, oh my gosh, what are we, we're supposed to be professional here, Dennis, we got a guest that's listening to everything we're saying. Hey, if we don't make it fun, they won't want to come back. That's true, very true, very true. So, all right, you know what, let's get into um, what we've been, I've been waiting to talk about, because it's quite a few things that are, that are popping up because of Cup. So, again, sorry. Debbie, great stuff. Check them out. Go to their website. Uh, oh, it's not even on here. 
I will get it up. You can go to our Instagram and you'll be able to find uh, our code to be able to get a, I believe it's 10% off um, your order. Yeah. Yeah. 10% off the order. Check them out. Really great stuff. Uh, sorry, guys. I Yeah. Like I said, I had to go get my lotto tickets today. So, <laughs> but let's move into our first segment. Tourney talk, folks. Why? Because we have World Cup that is coming up. We are excited about it. And Lupe has definitely told me a lot about it, so I could be very jealous of what he's doing. Yeah. So, ah, which one should we start with? Should we start with, because it's like two things that have come up this week, and they're both players from the past that are making a showing at World Cup in more of the pro division. Yeah. So, um, I'll, gonna, let you, I'll let you talk about, I guess, maybe the bigger name, and then I'll, I'll touch on the story that I told you about. So, Ollie Lang. Ollie, which I'm sorry. I know he goes by a different last name now, or a different name. But all, from my past, I remember, we remember Ollie Lang. He is known as one of the greatest players in paintball. The guy was amazing then, and I'm sure he's still amazing now, which yeah. I started seeing news about him. His skills have not faded. Yeah, no. The dude was like a god to us in paintball. There was nobody better than him, and even towards the end of his career, even with how – yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, so it looks like Lupe saw him at X Factor this weekend. Yeah, and I'm trying to bring up the, the pictures that we have. There, it was all over the internet. I mean, it was all over um, Instagram. So this is a huge thing, Dennis. I mean, this is like, I wonder what what brought him out of retirement. What could have brought him out of retirement? Oh well, I mean, ultimately, that's something that only he can say for sure. Uh, but I mean, it's it's super exciting, if nothing else, because he has stepped away from the sport for you know a number of years. I think I want to say his, the last time he played in a pro event here in North America, I think was twenty seventeen. Yeah, seventeen, something like that. Um, I, know he did, I know he did an event over in Europe after that, and then that was that was the last event he uh, that he played in. Until now. Um, so, yeah, I mean, super exciting to see him back on the field. I, I honestly, like I said before, I have no doubt that those skills have not faded at all. Um, the, the guy is probably the closest thing to um, to this sport that Wayne Gretzky was to hockey. And just that he has that field vision. He just seems to kind of know where everybody is. And he seems to know exactly where he needs to be. Um so, yeah, I mean, a phenomenal player, phenomenal person, um, you know, and, and the things that he's been doing off the field with Hormesis, he and Alex, um, I mean, it, it really speaks a lot to, you know, his character as well. Yeah, he's a little, he, he's out a there. little at times, he's a little out there at times, but, um, but I mean, he's got a, he's got a really, really good presence. And, um, and again, he's, I mean, he's a very, he's actually a very approachable guy. 
Oh yeah, he is. He's definitely a really approachable guy. When I I actually had a chance to meet him, which was really cool for me because I was like, holy crap. I didn't know he was going to be at this event that I went to. It was a long time ago. It was back when I was doing work for, I don't know if you remember Tony Perez. Yeah. Um, so I, I worked for Tony for a while and he had a clinic that he wanted me to go out to to film. And he was in, um, he's, he was good friends with Ollie and he had him out there. He, it was back when Ollie had his own, um, it was a deli that he was trying to get going and he brought out sandwiches for the event. Yeah, it was, it was really cool. It was, and it was, the food was good. Food was really good. I was like, holy crap, this is good. So got to meet him then, got to talk to him a little bit and he had heard about Sunday clothing and we were talking about that. So it was really cool. Really nice guy. I was really excited to meet him because like I said, I mean, shoot, man, I was like starstruck. I was just like, are we laying? Holy crap. And now I can't oh, even find yeah. pictures. I mean, like I say, that that's you know he he's akin to probably one of the the biggest names in the uh, in the history of the sport, and that includes yeah. the people who actually founded and and you know laid the grounds for you know the the sport as it is today. So yeah, and yeah, I'm, it, I'm it's definitely. It, what's that? Oh no, oh, good. Sorry, I'm just trying to find trying to find those pictures again because. It was like he had a slew of photographers that were out at that event, at, well, at that practice, oh. which I'm sure Lupe would have, um, could attest to seeing. Because oh, absolutely, was- absolutely. Um, if you look on, I think probably on the Hormesis Instagram or on the even the Dynasty Instagram, the the Field One. I, I'm sure there's got to be something on multiple accounts that uh, you know. Yeah, that are, that are out it. there. Um, but you know what? What I was going to say. I mean, I mean, it, it's very easy to be starstruck by somebody of of his caliber when it comes to, you know, again, his ability on the field, and uh, you know, he. I mean, he was this larger than life, uh, you know, presence. So. Um, yeah, it's gonna be cool. It's gonna be real interesting to see. I, I don't know if this is gonna be a one-time thing where he's just playing Cup, since Dynasty is gonna be in the um, the Commanders Cup portion of it, Champions Cup, whatever it's Champions Cup. Yeah, all right. Um, since they're gonna be playing in that group, um, I don't know if this is kind of a one-time thing or if maybe he's coming back, uh, you know, on a more long-term basis. So we'll, we'll have to see how it goes. Yeah, well, by the time I figure find these stupid pictures, we're gonna move on. <laughs> well, no, no, that's fine. I mean, you can you can keep looking because I'll, I'll I'll touch on the the other story that you know came out this week, um, and so Latin Saints made a a big announcement. Um, they've got a new head coach, new boss bench uh, in Mike Paxson. Which is going to be interesting to see how that plays out. Uh, yeah, I that, right? personally, I have not heard whether or not Mike is going to be their head coach uh, for the long term, or if this is just a again just a World Cup, uh, you know, move. But it says a lot to you know the ownership and and management of the team wanting to legitimize them. You know, it's no secret what happened with these guys. They started out being kind of the almost a dream team, an all-star team uh, at the mm-hmm. beginning of the season. And 
unfortunately the wheels fell off the bus but they're they're you know trying to maintain uh, an an identity excuse me um and they're you know they definitely want to again they want to legitimize the team they want to legitimize their their place in the pro ranks and mike i think would definitely help them do that especially if he continues to to be the coach for the long term yeah and you know what um mike is a very first of all we go from talking about Ollie Lang, who is like one of the greatest players, to talking about Mike Paxson, who's one of I to me and one of again, the greatest players. It, Rich Telford, Rich, if you ever hear this, I still love you. You to me were you're like my man crush on the field, but so was Mike Paxson. It was like a tie between the two. And now it's like looking at the beards, it's like which one do you pick? Because they got glorious beards too. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah, so, I mean you know, Mike's Mike's pedigree goes without saying. You know, yeah, um, yeah exactly, Lupe. Uh, he's also going to be helming coaching duties for Destiny and Destiny Kids as well. He, he's got a lot on his yeah. plate, but the, I think uh, I think the Latin Saints picked a really good guy to to come in to help them to get you know that extra level. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and, and like I say, you know, whether this is for the short term or if this is something that's going to be a little bit, you know, more long term, you know, if if they intend on keeping him in that in that role, you know, beyond cup into the next season. Uh, I mean, they're definitely going to have to work. They're yeah. definitely going to have to. Work. I mean, Mike, Mike does not take, you know, he doesn't take anything less than 100 percent. Oh yeah, definitely. And I think it would be wise to take him on to the next year because he brings a lot to the table for them. You know, you've got uh... <laughs> nice, <laughs> but he brings a lot to the table with all his years of experience. Yeah, and yeah. a lot like of his kids need that on that team. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Like I said, I mean, his his pedigree speaks for itself. You know, he's he got into the sport uh, at the age of what, 15, back in 1995, went pro with the Bushwhackers from there, went to um, Aftershock, played on Aftershock for some time, uh, helped build the foundation for LTZ. Uh, He also played for Ironman. So it's like you definitely are. Again, it's like Ollie, you're you're definitely a special player if you can go from one iconic team to another, you know? Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Oh, he, he don't. Well, see, exactly. He, he doesn't take any, he won't accept anything less than a hundred percent from his players. So again, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think he's going to do a lot to help push that team to, to, you know, be the best that they can. And, yeah. you know, ho- hopefully yeah. this is something that helps to cement their their position and, and continue, you know, help them become a, uh, you know, competitive team. Yeah. And Lupe, those aren't F-bombs. Those are enthusiastic. That's enthusiasm. <laughs> That's enthusiasm. Yes. Yes. That's enthusiasm. So every time it just think. If he drops it, it's like, no, no, that's enthusiasm, enthusiasm, enthusiasm. 
<laughs> so, I mean, that's the huge news that's going on for Cup. Unless you heard anything else between now and when we talked about what was what we saw, there was something else. I feel like there was something else. Um, I haven't heard anything else. At least nothing groundbreaking aside um, from on on the yeah. um, on the the manufacturing side. Um, I'm I'm kind of excited. MacDev is going to oh. be dropping a new marker. Wait, wait. That's for gear talk. We're in turny talk. <laughs> okay, but this is but this is turny, and we don't have gear to talk about tonight. So but you're gonna you're about to talk about a new marker that's gonna drop. I can find the picture, put it up. Congratulations, you have gear talk. <sighs> Fine. <laughs> segments, man. Segments. We gotta do this the right way. We gotta. We're professionals. How do you think a show runs? Not all willy nilly and doing whatever they want. Although we're doing that right now. I was going to say, aren't we just doing whatever we want? Yeah, we oh, pretty much, Lupe yeah. You know what? Story. Lupe says he has Okay, a let's, let's hold on one second. That was, that's all the talk we have about Cup. Remember, tune in this weekend coming up for the World Cup. You can watch it on Go Sports. They have it live, and you might see Lupe running around commando style. On that field, so I'm just saying. All right, <laughs> and and it, correct me if I'm wrong, but I I actually think that Go Sports is going to be streaming live on Facebook as well. Ooh, for free? Yeah. Yep. Correct wow. Me if I'm wrong, but, but I believe they are going to be streaming. Um, it might just be Sunday, but they will. I, I believe they'll be streaming for free on uh, on Facebook. Hmm. Cool. All right. Well, that was. All right, so now we're going to move into our next segment because we are about to get into it, and Dennis is killing my segments. I like segments. I want segments. I want to be able to cut this thing up, put it up on the internet. Okay, but so, I, I'm just saying we're almost you know, we're almost half an hour in. I know, and we I know we got to spend agreement. much time. We don't have to spend too much time on it. So here it is. You know, also, I haven't used it in a while, so I had to do it. That's so, true. Lupe, what is your great gear story? Well, Den well, Dennis, wait, what's yours? Which marker are you talking about so I can bring that up and we can look at it? Uh, MacDev uh, is going to be dropping a new marker called the GTX. Oh, yes. They've been hinting at that with all their... Uh, Where was it? it just said G, yeah. Yeah. Um, Dude, it do looks they have it? really, really nice. Um, very, very similar lines to the. Um, You're talking about the G2, the GT2, right? Uh, oh, GT2. Sorry, I, for some reason I thought it was the GTX. Uh, GT2. Well, GTX sounds a lot cooler than GT2. Yeah, but I think the GTX is the marker they already have. Um, so I may have been mixing them up. But, uh, I mean, it, it's really, really nice. It looks very similar to the Prime in its uh, flow and style. Uh, You're talking about this one, right? Uh, give me a sec here. Yes, that's the one. They're, um, they're going to be debuting that at Cup. Uh, Ooh, look at that. Ooh, look at that price. Um, yeah, I mean, they've already got some beautiful anodizings that are ready. 
uh, ready to go out the box. And um, they're, they're already talking about, so the barrel kit that comes with it, much like a lot of the markers that are out right now, um, you know, they, they've got a bore sized uh, barrel already included in the package. Um, as you can see, the, a lot of the parts are compatible from the previous um, markers that they already have. So you can swap out your triggers, front grips, things like that. Wow, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, I mean, they're, it's, it, and I've always been very impressed with MacDev's markers. I'll be completely honest. They're really, really nice. They're just not easy to get a hold of uh, because unless you've got an inside story, or I should say an inside lane, um, I mean, they're based out of Australia. So it's not as though they're they're found in every paintball shop across North America. Yeah, they are pretty tough to get, but they're super nice. Um, I don't know for sure if Joy Division is going to be rocking these, uh, you know, now. But I did see on, uh, I believe it's Arc Anodizing did a batch of guns for them that were just beautiful i mean i i've i will openly admit i am always a sucker for that leopard print that joy division oh, rock yeah and their guns just look so nice with that anodized i mean they're, they're shooting the they're shooting the mac dev markers right now so Dennis uh, wears leopard print underwear. let's see joy let's see what they should be it should be up on joy's site huh or at least on their um, if it's not on theirs then it'll be on like i say i, I believe it's arc anodizing did the the anno forum so it'll be on their instagram let's see what does arc have uh, to lupe to where oh what what's lupe seeing what is he saying? What's the man saying? We got a few minutes before we move on to our next. Oh, uh, oh there it is. He mentioned he sent us a message. I just didn't see where. Oh, shoot. Uh, he sent it to our our Facebook. Oh, you got to okay. be so difficult, Lupe. Now I got to switch and do all this other stuff. And, you know, oh, here it is. Um, is this it? This is it, right? Hold on. Well, I don't know. Well, a second. You're still the only one with access to the Facebook. Boom, there it is. No, no, I'm talking about uh is that what you're talking about? Uh that's the one. Certain pro was practicing. Uh, yeah, so this is gonna be on the XDR and XDS markers. Oh my so god. Like, yeah, I mean, isn't that sexy? That is oh so no, nice. I'm not talking about that. <laughs> no. I'm looking at what Lupus sent me, and he's saying a certain pro practices with the new marker. It's not very hard to to guess what pro that was, seeing how her nails are all did up. <laughs> so oh, let me let me pull that. Now I got to pull that up. Yeah. So we're we're already uh, as as Lupe has. Um, has let let the cat out of the bag. Um, so we're already starting to see the CS3 in the wild. Uh, there have been a couple of uh, infamous players that um, that already have custom anodizing. One of them is a gorgeous. Uh, I I believe it's called the Fueled by Fire, which um, you see a lot on Thomas Taylor's you know, social media. Um, 
yeah, there's some see the CS three. I know a lot of people are going to be like, it's exactly the same. Yeah, but he wants. I mean, he wants. We're we're gonna show, we're gonna show it off, off, Luther. I wonder who yeah, the pro is that's carrying that around. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that thing, man! Oh my god. Yeah. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, Lupe. Wait, that's the that's like the promotional anodizing that the that Eclipse sent, correct? Hey, tell her that those nails are getting in the way of her shooting because she could shoot a lot faster if she didn't have those. Well, no, she's capped at ten five, dude. Yeah. That okay? So that's the that's that's like their promotional anodizing. Um, uh, this is going to be, this is going to be the time where, you know, now that the the CS3 dropped, they just released the Etha three and then the, uh, the LV two, I think eclipse, I think we're going to see eclipse make another push to the, not that they ever lost their ground in terms of popularity and, and player base, you know, using their, their markers. But I think we're going to see a, a groundswell for sure. Yeah, and this cup's going to be bringing out a lot of seriously sick equipment, not just with the markers, but even Lupeds mentioned last week that it's going to be the year of the hopper or the, the loader. The year of the loader. I now that loader. took me by surprise because I have not heard anything about a new loader or a redesign or anything like that. So I'd be real curious to see what's going to happen. Lupe yeah, says three new loaders coming. Um. Without giving so, away too much, Lupe, what uh, what manufacturers? Who, who's putting them out? Good answer. Thanks, Lupe. <laughs> All right. I'm so kidding. it looks like, right, so, like JT is going to be releasing a loader. The, the triad? Okay, I haven't seen that one yet. I haven't looked it up. I'm not going yeah, to I, ha- I haven't seen or heard anything about it yet. But... Definitely going to be taking a, taking a peek into it. So, that you know what? Oh, Luca, of course. That I'd be real curious to see because Virtue obviously I, has been by far the most popular loader out. So, I'd be real I, curious to see. I think they've uh, been hinting at stuff on Instagram. They have. Oh, have they? Okay. Yeah. Oh, I don't care about and that. Then, and it looks like yeah. HK is coming out with their new loader as well. So. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> well. well uh, the, the Fire five? Fire five, yeah. Oh, I didn't know about that one. Uh, I might have so I, I, so I'd be very curious to see how they're going to improve on on the loaders, uh, the technology, you know, the Spire model. Well, I mean, the Spire four again, by by and large, is the most popular loader. Uh, me personally, I really like the CTRL, which is essentially just a Spire two, I think, with slightly better electronics. Um, but I, I like the CTRL. Now I know that's technically Bunker King and not Virtue, but it's you know, it's apples, no, and it's apples to apples. We'll have to wait until next weekend to see what starts popping up on yeah. the different Instagrams and what they may be throwing up on to um, uh, Ghost Sports as some of the sponsors come out. So really yeah, excited yeah. for new gear that's coming out. Will I, will I be buying any of it? 
Probably not. I'm too poor. But if there's anybody out there that would like to donate to a poor Mexican child from California, uh, you can send that all to Behind the Mask Media at gmail.com. <laughs> I'm kidding. All right. That's, 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 and, oh, oh, that's right. And also my 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 have my brother over there, my white brother. We're twins. Can you see the resemblance? No? All right. Well, I tried. Sorry, Dennis. <laughs> All right. Um. I cut you off, didn't I? That <laughs> <laughs> was kind of like uh, one of those uh, <laughs> Academy Award moments. Play the music. He's talking too long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, I, I, just real quick. What I the other thing I was going to say was that um, you know, not that it's so much new products that uh, you know or anything like that, but um, staying within the same vein. So I received a very nice headband Ooh, from yes. Sports Nick out there. Um, I absolutely yep. love this thing. I can't wait to start breaking it in. I, I already put it up on our Instagram. So you guys may have already seen pictures of it. Um, but Nick was, uh, he was throwing it out there of whether or not he should go to cup as a vendor, or if he should just go to go. Um, I believe he said he might be, he, I think he's playing 10 man as well. Yeah, he did. He said he was going to be out there at least for 10 man. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, oh, yeah. Nick, it's beautiful. I mean, this thing is so well-made it's a, uh, it's a thick denim, that needs a little bit of breaking in, but I mean, it, it's so the quality of it is really, really nice. Uh, much like the Hormesis headbands and some of the other ones that are out there. I mean, these are mine is one of eight. So the dye is, you know, different for every headband. The pattern is a little bit different for every headband. And Nick makes all of these by hand. He doesn't have somebody doing it for him. So he does all this stuff by hand. Which and, is awesome. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I I can't. Nick, if Before, you're watching, thank you enough. Yeah, um, definitely but, check him out. Grow the sport paintball on the, Instagram, Facebook. Yeah, no. Well, the man that got him, gave him the advice, and helped him out is on tonight. So we're really excited to have him on. Oh, but very before cool. we get to him, before we get to him, we're gonna do a quick break. Then we're going to get an awesome fit tip from my coach and that I'm, I've been slacking on. I'm sorry, Ben, but we're going to get a tip from him tonight. And so really quick, let's go with our commercial break. So we'll be right back.
All right. So, man, these things, they cut out so quickly, these commercial breaks. I've got to figure out a way to. On my end, because I have a little bit of a delay. So uh-huh. you start talking when on my screen, I'm still seeing a commercial. Oh. <laughs> but that's because it's because of my connection, though. Yeah. All right. So we are going to now move into our fit tip of the week. So Coach Crane, take it away. This week's fit tip builds off my last one. Last week, I showed you how to safely and progressively strengthen the posterior muscles responsible for a pain-free lower back. This week, I'm going to show you how to strengthen the anterior muscles, the abdominals, and the hip flexors, both of which are equally responsible for a pain-free lower back. Lay down on your back, flat into the ground as much as you can, and get into an upside-down quadruped position, or as this exercise is called, a dead bug position, the goal being to extend two opposing limbs all the way down, flat against the ground, without losing control of your lumbar or your abdominals. Now to work up to that ability, start by holding one knee with both hands and just extend one leg. You want to be able to do two things here before progressing. Prevent your lumbar from arching upwards and keep your belly button drawn down towards the spine. Only extend your leg as far as you can without losing control of those segments. Once you have full range of motion with this variation, progress it by moving your hands so they rest on top of your stomach. This will help you feel that you're keeping your abs tightly contracted downwards throughout the exercise. Once you've mastered this variation, change your arm position by pointing both arms towards the ceiling. After mastering this, you can lower the contralateral arm and leg simultaneously. And if you really want to kick it up a notch, you can extend everything at once. These exercise progressions help develop both strength and segmental control throughout the lumbo-pelvic hip complex. This is going to help you rehabilitate an injured or weak back, as well as protect a healthy back from future injury. This has been the Fit Tip of the Week by Coach Crane, and I sincerely hope that it helps you play better paintball. You muted yourself, Eugene. <laughs> professionals, guys, we're professionals. Stupid microphone, stupid. There you go. Stupid. <laughs> Piece of junk. No, I'm kidding. I really like my microphone, real cat, if you're listening, because I want more stuff. So. <laughs> <laughs> But it was a great tip from Ben, as always. Um, he stepped up his produ- his production value in his video. I like that. He now – I didn't have to do much except for put the thing in the beginning and put the thing at the end, and that was it. I was all like, yeah, well, sweet. I mean, I mean, production value aside, the information that he's providing, I think, is the more important part. But, yeah, yeah. It, it does. It looks great. It looks great. <laughs> no, it does look great. Um, I do like – and the tips are really good. And uh, – you know, so if you guys are listening, check out his website, which is playbetterpaintball.com. He's got a couple of different uh, workout routines that you can pay for, like monthly things. And, yeah, there, there's a website. It's it's really good, a lot of great information. He actually 
cares about the people that are doing his workout and he'll check up on you. He'll talk to you. If you have to change anything up, he's really good at getting on it really quick to make sure that you're, you know, you've got a, a, an alternate workout. If you're not able to do the workouts that are inside of his right. workout plan. So right. really great. And plus he's just a super cool dude. I like talking to Ben. I talked to him a couple times now and really cool guy. So Ben, awesome, man. Can't wait till next week. We will have another fit tip of the week. We, we try to do this every week. And if you guys didn't catch it during this, it'll be up on during the week, uh, either Wednesday or Thursday. I'm going to have the segments up. So we're going to try to get on a flow to get these segments up as individuals. So cool. All right. Enough of us talking. We've been battling on long enough, been making our, our uh, guests wait long enough. It is time to bring him on. So we are going to do this. By doing this. And Mike, how are you doing? Hey guys, it's great to see you tonight. Thanks, Eugene. Thanks, Dennis, for having me on. Of course, it is awesome to have you tonight. I saw that picture of you on your Instagram, that throwback right there. I was all like, I got to put that up. That's actually a pretty cool shot yeah. from 2007, it said, from MPPL. Correct. Back when yep. When we could actually pronounce the tournaments, nipple. That, well, there was so many less tournaments back then, right? To have to to deal with the tournament scene was pretty much the PSP, PSP and, and the, NPPL, and the NPPL, and that was it. And that was that was your choice. Yeah, and 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 whatever local feeder league you played in, you know. Yeah, but even they were like nowhere near as organized as what you have now. Like it was. I mean, the first tournament I played at the local field here um, in Palm Beach County is Mike's Paintball, and it was half hyperball field, and they brought in an airball field, which still had the lines connecting all of the bunkers on the field. Oh, blowers So you couldn't slide into a bunker because there was a hose, like, stretched across the field, and you had to, like, hop over them as you're trying to make your way down the field, but we thought it was the best thing in the world, you know? It was like, these inflatable bunkers are awesome. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So you've heard a couple, you've now, you watched a couple of our episodes and you know that with this, I always ask our guests, so you were born and then there was paintball and you're going to fill in the rest. How did you get started with all this madness of paintball? Um, Boy, I started way, well, when I started, when I got my first paintball gun, there wasn't paintball like we know it today i was like 14 it was like 1988 or something and my dad had to take me to the gun store which sold paintball guns also i mean and so um at the time i just got a splatmaster which was like the most basic co2 cartridge 10 round you know like a push button on the back to like cock it to shoot around and um my buddy had a, a sheridan pgp pump and we both just had paintball guns and we just ran around in the woods shooting at each other. And, um, at the time there was no goggles. There was no face masks. There was, it was we just wore like shop glasses. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that was it. That was paintball for like a couple of years. I always had a paintball gun, you know, upgraded here and there. Um, when I was in high school, still had a paintball gun, but never took anything like super serious, just running around with friends, you know, probably causing more mischief than, uh, than is uh, healthy, but um, it was in the late '90s when I started taking it 
pretty seriously because I had a regular group of guys that I was friends with and we were just playing gorilla ball out in the woods. We'd bring our scuba tanks. And, you know, at that point I was shooting like a Titman 98. I I thought I was like, it was the best thing ever, you know, like some four foot long (laughs) sniper rifle with like a 20 inch barrel and all this stuff. But that got me super hooked. You know, it wasn't just, uh, you know, the, adrenaline of at of shooting at people or you know the fun part of shooting your friends and you know ribbing them a little bit and what have you and then you know getting shot and taking it yourself it it was really good um camaraderie and just all of that stuff we got together every single week and then uh, the place that we used to play all the time got bought by some land developer and they started clearing it out so um that's when i went to the local paintball field and started playing uh speedball i guess you would say as the term then and the the fields at mike's paintball here uh where i used to play um he had a really wide variety of stuff so we had hyperball and we had some like giant fields with huts and houses on them and it was just before airball you know it was before anything like that happened but that's when we started playing tournaments and things like that in the late late 90s so that's pretty awesome that's awesome that's crazy that's yeah that's a long time ago yeah Yeah, and i mean that that's initial introduction into the sport you know mid to late 90s for for the both of us as well yeah although we probably came in just after that because at that point, you know, like the the Sheridans had kind of gone by the wayside at that, you know, auto auto cockers and the auto mags were kind of the ruling, you know, the ruling class. Yeah. 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 I was shooting an auto mag at that time. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yep. I wish I still had that today. Now that I'm playing like mostly 10 man mechanical. Yeah. Boy, do I wish I had that thing back. I mean, I wouldn't shoot it probably in a tournament. It's just really fun to kind of play with. Um, although I've seen people out there rocking auto mags at some of the 10 man tournaments. Oh yeah, absolutely. absolutely. They're trying to make a comeback with those things. So, you know, they're just super expensive right now. I'm not saying they're not, I'm not saying they're not worth it because he always made like such high quality stuff, but I mean, really, would you pay $1,200 for an auto mag or like, I mean, there's so many choices you could get for that. You have to be a a real fan of that kind of thing, I think, to do it. And there's plenty of people who like that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's construction because they shoot like a nail gun. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But if you have the X bolt, you could put your tongue in there and, you know, (laughs) true. that was actually the selling point. Yep. That was the selling point. He would, it, it, he stuck it in there and pulled yep. the trigger and didn't hurt. Yeah. I had it without 100%. Yeah. Yeah. That's just not, I, I, me personally, I missed the X mag, which was basically like the last iteration of the auto mag before, you know, it kind of disappeared. The X mags were amazing. Um, Lupe is in the chat right now. He and I were talking about, um, talking about uh, you know his son was was using oh gosh what was her name she's a real well-known player she had this amazing uh x mag it was a hello kitty anodize and yeah i mean it was, cool. it was awesome it was awesome I saw oh yeah i remember that i saw somebody with like an auto mag rt at one of the events Mm. Man, you can't play. You can't play a tournament with that. It's got the re, the return trigger the, pull. Yeah, like, the response trigger on it. Yeah, bro, 
that thing is so fast. Yeah. I hadn't, I had forgotten, you know, my, I had just forgotten how fast those things could be. Yeah. Um, yeah. Incredible. Really incredible stuff. Yeah. I mean, Tom K, but, or all of those guys, you know, they just, they were well ahead of their time. Yeah. Isn't it amazing yeah. now mechanical guns can shoot as fast as a lot of the electronic guns because i see yeah. guys shooting i mean one of the guys on my team when we first got our 170s from planet eclipse we we're you know fooling around with them you've got some valve upgrades and stuff and he chronoed his at 15.6 over a chrono you know it's just mechanical so and i've seen guys that can just shoot incredibly incredibly fast with those things yeah. so yeah. 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 And I mean, that uh, kind of going back to, you know, the, a testament to the quality that um, Eclipse puts out. Uh, you know, they, they released the, what was it? The, the, what was that called? The three way valve for the, or the EMAC. Sorry. EMAC, um, yeah. For the EMAC. yeah. I mean, it, it, you're, you're exactly right. Mike, it, it just, you might as well. You might as well be running an electro because you're definitely in the same class. Uh, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's pretty uh, awesome. I mean, I tried. I oh, I see ones in there. <laughs> hey, one. Um, <laughs> yeah, I tried to play a mechanical event with the first time I played a ten man event. I was like, ah, how bad could it be? I'll play with my uh, my electronic marker. You got to set it to five point five balls per second. Bro, 5.5 balls per second is molasses. Like you, yeah, boy, yeah. it's like having a broken gun. Like you're yeah. really, really hindered by that. Yeah. You're like the ball. Yeah. The ball. <laughs> yeah. I, think after the, I think after the very first point I ever played 10-man mechanical, I ditched my electronic gun and borrowed somebody's, uh, an EMAC, an old EMAC they had. And I played with that the rest of the day, you know, I so love, the way to I, go. Yeah, I love my EMEC. Far happier too. <laughs> yeah, or maybe it, it wasn't the EMEC. It was the one with the slide trigger that was um, the one the iteration before the EMEC. Oh, G Tech. E I don't know. I'm not. A, it, either way, it was an older one, but it shot so good, you know. So that's what I was up to. Nice, nice. nice. So, so tell us a little bit about okay. Charm City. I, I'm I'm excited to to hear about Charm City. Well, I just. In, in 2016, I had, uh, I'm a jeweler by trade. So that's, I own my own business. That's what I've been doing since I was 18 years old. So um, I had a customer that I did a lot of work for. And I essentially just used the money that I made from that customer to pay for my paintball life, you know, paid mm -hmm. for travel, pay for practices, all that stuff. Well, some things changed and I no longer was working with that customer and we're friends and everything is just, he, he wanted to hire somebody in his family to do the job. So, um, so I lost that gig and I really needed something to replace the money. And I wanted to do something in paintball because, you know, so much of my life at, with practicing and doing all this stuff just revolved around paintball that it just sure. made sense to me to be able to work in something that you enjoy. So it doesn't feel like work, you know? Um, and so that, that was, that was what it was about. And, and in 2014, I had talked to 
the then owners of Sandana um, about getting stuff made for our team and doing custom uh-huh. colorways and stuff. And that was kind of toward the end of Sandana when, and, and again, for anybody here in this, this is not the current companies, not the current owner. This is in the past when they had some issues, but I think all of that stuff is completely resolved now. So I'm not trying to say anything weird, but in the past they, they were kind of on a downslide and um, there was a real gap in the market. Like Sandana wasn't producing headbands and there wasn't any other brands that were significantly, that were any kind of significant competition for them. Um, So when they essentially stopped producing bands, it had to be around 2015 or so. There was a gap for a couple of years in the market that I had been really looking at because I made headbands in like 2006, 2007 as well. Um, But mostly just for friends, teammates and things like that. So I really saw an opening in the market to make something that was real quality denim, like the old school stuff that I used to see in 2002, 2003, 2005, you know, like the golden era of paintball. And I wanted Mm -hmm. to bring that back because at the time you can get cool headbands, but you get dye sublimated fabrics that don't have the the same feeling as like a true denim. And then you, you also get a lot of stuff that's very cheaply made, you know, and I'm not saying there's a, there's a, there's a need for that for have a diversity of markets of who you sell to and what your audience is. But I really wanted to just bring back super high quality, super custom, perfect fabrics, just, just kind of elevate the game a little bit. And so that's what I tried to start doing, you know, creating first, I just started making like what I considered really well built headbands. Then I started designing new things and I started just going bonkers from there. So it's been almost five years now. No, it's not. Nice. Yeah, it's been about five years now doing that. So uh, it's been good. It's been really good. I got your Instagram right here that I'm going to put up some of the pictures of some of what I could, of what you do. And man, they look, they're nice looking. Dennis, have you really checked out his stuff, Dennis? Cause yeah, that's why I said I was excited to talk about it because <laughs> I, because much much like Nick, you know, um, he he's got some amazing designs that you know. I mean, shoot, if we can put the name out there, why not? Yeah, look at those things. Those are really cool. There's one yeah. that I just saw that I really like. Where is that? Okay, let's hold on. Let's that that bottom that bottom that gray plaid especially mm-hmm. appeals to me because. Because uh, I wear a, a cologne called Gray Flannel. <laughs> oh, okay. There you go. Perfect. Okay, you're Gray Flannel. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it, it's it's a it's a grandpa cologne, and but oh, I like this it. is one. Oh, yeah. sure. But yeah, oh, no, no, that, that, your show? oh, I was gonna say, I just have I have stacks of stuff here that I'm bringing a World Cup with me, but I've been I've been doing a lot of these. Uh, the American flag headbands. Yeah, and I don't know yeah, if you see it there. It's, all the layers are different sewn fabrics all put together. So it's not like it's sublimated. This right. is all cotton denim all sewn together in different layers uh, to achieve that look. And I got a, you know, just a bunch of different things like that. I got a, a huge order of team headbands here that I'm just finishing for some guys. Um, oh, those are nice. Oh my God, look at that with the flying oh, heck Yeah. 
Yeah, now, I'm sorry. The angle is terrible here. I'm oh, no, it's fine. I don't really. Now, are those are those Sandana Flying Skull? Yeah, um, my friend who this team is for, they bought some Sandanas and they sent them to me brand new in the package to chop them up and redesign them. Those so, are nice. Dang. Occasionally, those are amazing. Oh my God, I, Mike, those are fantastic. God, those oh, are thanks. Yeah, I have to post some better pictures when they're uh, when they're finished and what have you. But I'm bringing a lot of the American flag ones with me to World Cup. <laughs> Oh, nice. I, I looked. I saw this one, and I really like this one. This is that is a cool design. I like. I like your logo. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, that's my lucky oh, bird logo. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, I like that. I love that one. I love that. Is that seriously one. cool, dude. You definitely. I mean, Nick was the one that pointed us towards you and said, "You gotta have him on." This guy is a guy that. Really, he helped me out. He gave me advice for free and all this other stuff. And I was all like, all right, let's have him on. And so that's why I was like, you know what? I started looking at your stuff and I was like, dang, dude, this is some really cool stuff. I really like your stuff. Even you got down right here on this embroidery. And I was like, holy crap. Yeah, I I actually like I really don't mean to sound corny when I say this, but I consider myself more of like an artist than anything else. Like oh, I just love like dyeing stuff and making stuff and like essentially like painting with dye um to make a piece like that, which is essentially just like one big canvas. I actually hold on one second, I'll show you. I have some of those pieces all cut up. They're laying right right here in front of me, actually. If I, and if I remember correctly, the the one that we're looking at the screen on there that made what six six individual six bands? pieces, yeah, six six, look at that. six individual bands. But that look at that! Are, I mean, it's so fantastic. Yeah, it's just a slice, of, a slice of that canvas essentially, but it's it's denim, you know, not canvas. And yeah. these are all these are all numbered and signed, just like a wow. painting would be. Yeah, those are those are amazing. Well, dude, you are definitely. I mean. So, so this is what you now is this primarily what you do, or you still do something else? Or I still I still have my jewelry business. Um, I essentially, boy, when this started picking up, I started really like over the last few years, I really started deciding that I wanted to do headbands more and jewelry less. I mean, I've been doing that for thirty plus years. I got to say, I'm a little burned out by it. Um, granted, I. I'm very selective of what I choose to work on now. So it's really, it really is good for me. Sure. But, um, but yeah, I wanted to do something that was fun. That's like, to, okay. You guys talk about how great the paintball audience is. And yeah. I can attest to you firsthand. I have never seen a group of people who is so anxious to support someone who's trying to start their own business. I oh, have yeah, never absolutely. seen a group of people who are so patient, who are so kind and who give you the right kind of feedback. And you wouldn't believe how many people that I've sold headbands to that I am friends with. It's, it's crazy. Like I just, somebody will message me about a headband. I'll say, Hey, call me and we'll talk about it. Cause I'm, I way rather talk to somebody on the phone than message back and forth with people. And sure enough, next thing, next thing, you know, it's like, Hey buddy. Okay. I'll talk to you. Talk to you in a couple of weeks. And there you go. And, um, 
so the paintball community has been just super, super supportive. Um, and I have friends like all over the United States now. And I, I got to thank, you know, paintball for that really. Cause oh yeah, every, every like group that has its, its own thing, whether it's like surfers or whatever, you know, any kind of group that's a sport or whatever, you got your own thing, but paintball feels different to me. I've been a part of some other things. Paintball feels different to me, you know, and I'm not sure why that is. I think maybe we struggle a lot to like make it to events and we spend a ton of money and we feel like we're really in this grind together, you know? So it, I'm not sure. It definitely, that that's the one thing. And that's what we've always like, as far as with me and Dennis, we've always talked about is that this, uh, this subculture is like, it's not just a subculture. It's a subculture of a subculture because mm-hmm. you, it, this falls into the extreme sports. You know, this is an extreme sport. I, I mean, there's no doubt about that. But this extreme sport isn't like skateboarding. This isn't like, you know, motocross, all these other sports that do get a lot of attention. And yes, they're like, oh, yeah, we're a sub. No, we're the subculture of the subculture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, because, because of that grind, because of that struggle, and we all know it because it is the same thing that we all do to get to the tournaments, like you said, get to yep. practice, play the sport, just to find the time. And there's nobody that understands that better than other paintballers. Yeah. 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 I, I always get a chuckle out of it when I come back from an event. Some of the people I know or one of my customers I do work for will say, oh, how was your vacation? And I'm like, that, it's just not, a, it's like, it's more work than actually being at home and going to work. I'm getting up at 5 a.m. It's 62 degrees and I'm freezing my butt off. And I know that's probably not cold to like most people, but I'm from Florida. So it's below 76 or so. And I'm putting jackets on. Oh, that's, that's, so, that's <laughs> here in California too. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Nah, that's, that's nothing. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. Guys. So no, it's just. No, no. It's most just, of the people in California would say that's cold. <laughs> yeah. So people, I think people who don't play, like you said, Eugene, people who don't play don't realize that it is a grind that like you're at the field for 11 hours one day because your games are an hour and 40 minutes apart for whatever silly reason. So, you know, you're already exhausted just from standing around by the time you get to your last game in the prelims. Like that just doesn't happen anywhere else in any other sport. It's, I, I would say that the play is more demanding, but it just depends on what position you play. But the grind of standing around in the sun for 10 hours that'll kill anybody you know like that'll get you yeah but it's also we go out to when we say we're going to go practice it's not like we go out practice for a couple hours we're there from the moment the paintball field opens to the place closes so from and not only that but we are usually awake you know like at some god-awful time to load our gear up, make sure we have all our gear, make sure we have our paint, make sure we have all our food. And then it's like, all right, let's go to the field. And then we're at the field and it's just grind after grind after grind. And if you're a tournament player, you definitely know the grind because you're like, you're running drills. Then you're going to run actual scrimmages and then you're done. And if you are part of the Texas Cyclones, you've got Niles who's yelling at you and you're grinding that hard. But that's a whole different story. Uh, But you know, it, it is definitely something that at the end of the day, it, there's a satisfaction out of it. Even though you had a lot of fun, there's mm-hmm. still a satisfaction that that was hard work and it was fun. Yeah. 
Yeah. More fun than like going to the gym or something like that, you know? Ben, if you were talking, if you're watching, we go to the gym. Yeah. We go to the gym, but you know, getting out on the field is a hell of a lot more satisfying than getting out to the gym and, and, you know, running an hour. So, yeah. Oh man. So I, like, I'm, I was looking, still looking at a lot of your stuff and God, man, yeah, I'm like, oh. ask if you could bring it up again. Cause I had a question regarding one of the bands. Oh wait, I want to bring up this one. Oh, this one caught my eye. I was like, oh, right here, right here. Let's bring it up. Bam. Oh, the soup, the, the Frankenstrat. Yeah. yeah. I was Maybe like, for, Go ahead. I'm sorry, Eugene. I know. It was just like, I saw that. I was like, oh, that is seriously cool. I made that for one of my teammates who lives in Ohio, one of the Brimstone Smoke guys uh, who's a musician. And, uh, you know, he's a he's like a gigging musician. He plays the drums. He's an awesome dude. And, uh, yeah, I thought that was apropos for him. Yeah, the moment I saw that, I just started hearing, you know, Different songs run through my head. I was all like, "Hear eruptions start in the background." <laughs> oh, and it was just like a montage going. I was all like, "Oh my god, that is an awesome!" <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, that, that's cool. That that gives me like Eddie Van Halen vibes. I like that. That's it. That's yeah. what it's designed after his yeah. Stratocaster. That's, 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 yeah, exactly what it is. That's why I said I had a bunch. Oh, Ben. Oh, Ben is watching. Uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> 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 See, that's what I love. Oh, I just kicked my. Oh, wait, there you go. I corrected the camera. Kicked it. That's what I love about having live stream. This is, you know, that's the great thing about live is that we get to interact with every, not only our guests and each other, but we get to interact with everybody that's on. And I really. Yeah, with, all, with all of our friends who come on and give us a hard time. I, you know what? Really quick, guys, I really want to. A shout out to everybody that's watching us. I think this is the most we've had at any given time. We've got nine viewers, which a lot, yeah. a lot of thanks to to uh, Mike, who's on right now. Which spread the word. A lot of thanks out to um, to Ben, who's been spreading the word, and to Nick. I mean, and Mike, what you were talking about every week, and Lupe, yeah, and Lupe, you know. Lupe. <laughs> No, 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 don't diminish. <laughs> I'm not going to diminish, but this is um this is what you were talking about. This is like we've now got friends that are coast to coast. Mm-hmm. You know, our podcast last year, we were we were getting listeners from uh around the world, which is awesome. You know, we, we love that and we still are getting those listeners when I put those podcasts up onto Anchor. And so um you know, to be able to see this and now we're interacting with our people and it's really cool. Yeah. I, I really love that. So yeah. and the moment I shouted out nine, they dropped down to seven. Thanks guys. <laughs> By the way, the, <laughs> pardon me. Who's this? By the way, the guy who just posted Isaiah, that guy, um, he is on my team. He's up and coming as a videographer. He's really, really talented. And uh, if if you follow my Instagram at all, I've posted links to his his page recently. Um, he's making just really cool edited paintball videos now and uh, doing a darn good job of it. So it's pretty awesome. Oh, I'm, oh, I forgot that I'm still streaming this. Let's move it out. Okay. So you said it's on your Instagram. Let's see. What is yeah, it? One, and, 
one of the most recent videos that was um that i posted like yesterday or something it, it should have his uh his page on it uh yesterday this let's see. Right. i'm always interested to see what people are, are doing and because um it's not bad I'm gonna, I mean, I'm gonna if, you it, if you see it on my page, I think when I post, reposted it, the quality got really knocked down. Because if you go to his page to see the videos, they're so crisp and so clean. Um, so yeah, that video, the quality is probably a little low on that. Um, it, it looks a little fuzzier than the original. But yeah, that's from practice a couple weeks ago, I think. Yeah, well, I mean, we're always looking out to spread the word on, you know, new talent that's out there and uh because i mean some of those guys that have been around forever that's you know starting to get old or starting to slow down and yeah <laughs> well paintballers they uh they slow down but they never go away you know oh heck no i mean shoot right or 79 years old the man that i want to be when i grow up yeah. is still out on the field and said i love to just get out there and play and that's it he just loves to be out there and moving around and he's the one that really sparked me to say i gotta get into the gym because he's like i go every day and my wife does crossfit i'm like oh my god dude your wife does crossfit and i do dr pepper <laughs> yeah, <that's about> all. <laughs> yeah you, uh, you, hear, you hear that ben dr pepper hey I haven't had one in a week and a half, so I'm doing good. Yeah. Well, and I've also slowed down. Huh? I was on a Dr. Pepper kick there for a while. I really was, man. For like a year, I think that was uh that was the drink of choice. Dude, it's so good. It's the it's uh it's the nectar of the gods. It, it, it's yeah, even it's better with solid. rum. It, it's I don't know about that part, but but it's good stuff. I I know that uh after I watched this one video about this like old lady, she was like a hundred and I think a hundred and two. And they asked her, what's your secret? As she's holding the can of Dr. Pepper. I drank one of these every day. Every and day. I was like, that's proof right there. Bam. I'm drinking one every day now. Perfect. I'm going to live down <laughs> uh, I, I'm sorry. Back on topic. I know. Sorry. Back to Mike. Mike. No, no, sorry. no I, I, I wanted to. I wanted to touch on. Um, so, Charm City is not just your um, just your headband uh, brand, I guess you could say. Now, I wanted to also talk a little bit about um, the team. Okay. Um, I, I'm sorry. I don't know if I understand. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, Dennis. What's your question, Dennis? Well, no, I, I just kind of wanted to talk a little bit about the team that that you're playing with Trying. as well. Oh, okay. Um, well, I, I'm I'm essentially just playing mechanical paintball tournaments now. Um, okay. A, a lot of ten man stuff, and at at the NXL events, sometimes I'll play seven man. Sometimes I'll you know just hop in with people. Um, mechanical, I I feel like the mechanical paintball movement is boy i'm gonna whoever is listening is i'm a i'm a purist i guess you would say sure it feels it feels more like real paintball to me um and i don't like the ramping 
I never thought that was a great idea. It takes the skill and the effort of learning how to shoot with both hands right out of the picture. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of things about X ball that I really like. It's super fun to play. I play then when we practice locally, play X ball, you know, that's, that's what it is, but sure. 10 man tournaments, that just feels to me like super legit. And, and I've know guys that have been like, yeah, well, how hard could it be? You've got a bunch of like 40 and 50 year old guys running around, dude, You'd be these surprised. guys have 20 more years than you on honing that shot. And let me exactly. tell you, they don't miss. And some of these guys are just so skilled. I mean, it's awesome to get to play with yeah. all the old pros, all, tons of current pros, because now you've got a team full of old pros and who's their front players, all the new pros. All so new like pros. Yeah. You, you get to play really, really high quality, high caliber teams it's yeah. always a battle. It's always a grind. And you really feel like you accomplish something when you win matches or when you make it out of the prelims. Like it really feels like you did something. And if you count like minutes on the field, a lot of those, the 10 man games are 10 minutes or 12 minutes, depending on where you're playing and what the situation is. And like you've got eight matches in a day for prelims if they're running all on the same day. So you've got like maybe 80 minutes of paintball. If a lot of it go, the games go fairly long too. So, you know, versus playing X ball, you've got, you know, in division three or division two or whatever, you've got what, 10 minutes on the clock, eight minutes, 10 minutes, 12 minutes. So I feel like you're actually playing a lot more paintball too, playing 10 man. Um, So I just, I just really, really, like that part of it. So that's what I'm most everything is focused on for me right now is playing 10 man. I'm going to play seven man mechanical at world cup and I'm playing 10 man mechanical also with, uh, with two separate teams. Cause my, we couldn't get enough guys. We will next year. I, I will really want to make that happen that we get brimstone smoke down to play uh 10 man at world cup, but that's the now goal. See, now see that that's a name that, you know, it strikes a chord for me because I've been involved in the sport long enough um, that, you know, some of the younger generation may not know the legacy of Brimstone Smoke. You know, I mean, yeah. we're talking about a team that, that has almost probably, I would say, just as much history as teams like Aftershock and, you know, Iron Man and things. I mean, you, you guys have been around for a, yeah. a long time. Yeah, I was, I felt, and I still do feel like really honored to be a part of the team because when I was coming up, like in 01, 02, at my first like NXL events and stuff, I was like, oh, there's the Naughty Dogs. Like, holy, like they just were playing amateur 10 man and they're awesome. And Dynasty was just pro and Aftershock is right there and and Brimstone Smoke and Bad Company and like all of these killer paintball teams were coming up at that time and um i was able to i was playing paintball with a guy i got invited to play a 10-man tournament i guess that would have been the big the first january 2019 maybe and through that event i met one of the guys who was playing on brimstone at the time and we hit it off pretty well they were looking to pick up a couple more people to complete a roster because they, the team had just kind of gotten reorganized and it was just 
sheer happenstance that I met a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy. And <laughs> next thing you know, I got a tryout and they said, sure. And that was it. It's been, I've been playing with them ever since. That's awesome. That's so that, that's amazing. And like I say, I mean, the, the history of the team is there. And you mentioned, you know, some of the teams that maybe we are not, um, you know, that aren't around anymore, you know, bad company being one of them, you know, that one especially struck kind of a chord for me because when, you know, I first got into the sport, uh, when I was still in high school, took time off, I, well, technically took time off, but, um, you know, I got back into it in like 2002. Um, and I went out and I got myself at the time, it was the best spider available. So it's a spider Electra. And, you know, and I got all these extra stuff. And then I, I kind of latched on a bad company because they were the yeah. flagship team for Kingman, you know, and they were out there running the spider AMGs. And, and uh, I was like, I could do that. I could be one of those guys, you know? And, and um, so, it, it, you know, just hearing you talk about smoke and, and some of these other teams that, that, uh, you know, were prevalent at the time, uh, I, I, Eugene and I talk about all the time is it's the golden age of paintball for us. And, mm-hmm. and we miss those days, you know? Yep. Well, I mean, I've, I feel super spoiled because not only have I gotten to meet my heroes, I'm now friends with my heroes, you right. know, like the guys coming up, like, I mean, I just have met so many, like you're talking about Mike Paxson earlier. Mike Paxson isn't, awesome awesome dude he used to mm-hmm. live down here and we practiced like every weekend when uh and he was always there he was always out at tracks and trails and yep. we we practiced so much the dude is so frigging knowledgeable and smart i think that's the thing that that you can never know about somebody until you play them that yeah. guy is on another level like with the thought process and closing out games. So it, it's super cool that he's coaching, but like we just had opportunity to play with those, all these guys like from aftershock and, and everything, and then get to know them and get to meet them. And it's just super cool, man. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. That's I, God, we got Dennis, we got to get out to 10 man or seven. You have to, we got to play. Here's here's my thing. Here's my thing is that like you know, I really cut my teeth on um, on seven man, you know, NPPL. So that, I mean, during the the mm-hmm. Wild West days of the uncapped, uh, you know, uncapped, uh, uncapped and, yeah, you know. Um, but I say it over and over again, and I'll say it till the day I die. I miss seven man. So the fact that it's coming back in even. Mm-hmm in a slightly altered form where it's seven man mech or what have you. Um, that makes me just, uh, I'm super excited. So I'm all on board. If anybody wants to sponsor me to come out to an event. <laughs> I, or, I actually, know, we're, we're, sorry, I, I've been thinking about, I've been thinking about a new team, Hong Kong Cavaliers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm going to do it. <laughs> Sorry, go on, Mike. I'm all, all over the place. Okay, focus. I was just going to say, I, I really feel like the, the old MPPL, the seven-man format with true semi-auto, is probably the best tournament paintball format. Yes. Like, I really – and I, I loved it how there was no field layout drop. You would yep. go to the event. And you had to walk the field. Every field was different. 
And you may yep. play five different fields that day. So you have to walk. You, you were so lucky if you drew like four fields and you got two games on the same field. So you didn't have to walk the extra field, you know, it, it was really a leveling out point for teams. Everybody started at the same spot. You, nobody knew what the layout was. Everybody was shooting in true semi. So you're shooting as fast as you can shoot and you're limited yeah. by your own capabilities only. Yeah. And, um, it really gave the best teams or the best paintball playing teams who could work together. It gave them the advantage because they knew how to play paintball. They weren't relying on knowing a plan or figuring out bounce shots or what have you, right. you know, yep. right. definitely. And you know, you know, what's funny is that when uh, I stopped doing tournaments, I started playing more with like I had a cocker and a pump. I became a hell of a lot better player using either one of those than I did with my, you know, my electronic. And then when I got back onto the electronic, I was like, I could literally, you put your toe out, I'm going to hit it. It's yeah. because you have to take a little bit more time to, especially if you have a pump, you got one shot. Yes. So I better be able to pump, pop out and catch somebody because I can't keep going, you know? Yeah. So yeah. Oh man, I miss I miss a lot of that. We definitely got to get out there. Oh man. Well, yeah. I mostly <laughs> I mostly practice X ball with my mechanical gun anyway. You know, no, like really? work. Yeah, I don't. I really don't feel like it's a disadvantage. I can shoot almost ten balls a second with that thing anyway. Probably nine. So yeah. there's not much of a disadvantage there, but it it helps me to like work on my shots, you know. And it is practice after all. So you get blasted, yeah, you get true. blasted. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> no if harm, you're no foul. To, you get, if you're scared you know, of getting gone. blasted at practice, you're, you're probably in the wrong sport. You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But my goal is still not to get hit. That's, I mean, I, I just don't want to get shot. Well, it, yeah. feels, it feels good to trade with somebody sometimes. sometimes. You know you're gonna, you know you're going to throw it away, but you got to get this guy out of this spot. That feels pretty good. You know, true. doing your job. That, that is definitely true. So, but I, I always like the assist best. I always tell guys on the team, I was like, if we can coordinate me and one other guy and work out a plan to eliminate somebody, even if I don't get the kill, those are the most satisfying plays because it's like you've actually formulated a game plan, put it into action, and seen it through to the end, and it worked. Yeah. And there's nothing more satisfying than that to me. Oh, absolutely. Oh, definitely. Absolutely. Oh, man. All right, Mike. Well, I'm looking at our time. It we've we, you know what? We, yeah, we've gone away from the the Fred Schultz format of we're gonna stick to an hour because that's what he, he's doing that. He says that's the best way because you won't lose people. But we've actually held on to a lot of our people, which is awesome. We have. We've been very consistent tonight, Mike. And we've gotta thank you for that. Yeah, oh, definitely. my pleasure. It was great. Put it out there. It's a Monday that, you know, so many things, it's first day of the week, proud people. It's rough, man. Cause Mondays are rough for everybody, bro. But, but I think it was more, well, there was, there's another podcast that goes on on Wednesday. So it was kind of like a, we weren't going to step on their toes. And then Tuesday is Fred Schultz. And I don't want to step on his toes. Cause he's a man. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, don't want to him. <laughs> <laughs> there's no doubt about it. And then, Thursday was always, it's a hard day for like, as far as for me, because I travel on that day to home, it's a long travel home. And then Friday was always like, I just want to relax. Yeah, it's recovery day. So Monday was kind of like, hey, why not start off the day with, or start off the week with us? 
It's the yeah. best. You start off the week with us and with our guests, and you're talking about paintball. After a long weekend of playing paintball, why not keep talking about it? Exactly. It's on everybody's mind anyway. World Cup, this starts this week. Yeah. So Exactly. So, you know what, Mike? If you want to put out, put out all your information, shout out, whatever you want to do, go for it. Yeah, by all means. Let us know where we can find you. Well, you can find me at World Cup at the Mounds Field because I'll be playing 7 and 10 man mechanical. Um, I actually – I actually, on the back of my jersey, it just says Charm City instead of my name because I had them do that just because it's so hard to find people at events. So if you happen to see a dude with a brimstone smoke jersey and it says Charm City on the back, that's me. You know, and uh, um, I'm working on actually Nick from Grow the Sport is helping me to finish my website um, and get that up and running. So I'll have that going this year. Exactly. That's me. There it is. Charm City. I love it. Yeah, so um, Ooh, that's with that, basically with it. That monkey with a gun headband too. I like that. Yeah, oh, the guy headband nice. for that. <laughs> that is cool. I've got an old uh, Camp Pendleton one on mine. Nice. Hard, hard but so, if you guys are looking for them, you definitely find them on Instagram, Charm City Paintball. Yep, on Facebook, Charm City Paintball also. And so. Is this the best way to get a hold of you? Like just to shout out, like DM you and ask for the, the headbands? Yeah. I'm I'm super accessible. So you can hit me on uh, Facebook or Instagram, message me. If you don't have social media or you have a friend, message me. I'll just give you my phone number. Like I give my phone number out real freely. So like anybody who wants it, you want to talk to me, just call me. I, I don't care. Like, you know, we're all, we're all cool. Let's just... <laughs> whatever. So, um, nice. yeah, so I'm super accessible. So, and it's just me. So if you get a message or a response or whatever, it's, it's me answering you. So yeah, just, uh, just reach out. I'll get right back with you as soon as I can. <laughs> awesome. Well, Mike, it was awesome having you on there. And Nick is saying soon we're going to see charmcity.com, which Awesome. Yeah. Looking forward to Nick's seeing that. Nick's a good dude, man. I, oh, can, can I can I say one other thing, Eugene? I just yeah. I think it um and Dennis, sorry. Um no, no, I, no. you know, a lot of people have asked me in the past, like when I started this business, you know, because there started to be other headband companies and they're like, Oh, are you are you mad at this company for making this? Or are you and you know, and I think like a lot of people have an idea that we're all in such competition with each other. Like it's just this bloodthirsty competition and it's, I've never ever looked at it that way. Um, I was doing research for, for something a long time ago about, you know, paintball statistics, how many people use play paintball in the United States, how many people are rec players or tournament players or play regularly or whatever. There's millions of paintball players. Yeah. And we might not see that because Essentially, we've devoted our paintball time to playing tournaments and going to airball fields, but we're no longer at the 2000 person scenario games and we're no longer at the local field playing in the woods like a lot of the rentals and the casual people play and we don't play the mill sim stuff. So we see like a tiny portion of the paintball audience and all the guys that I know who make headbands, you know, like like Nick from grow the sport, like crown town headgear, like evil gerbil. Like, I mean, there's tons of them. We're all friends, you know? And, and people might think that like, like I said, the competition, but these guys are, everyone is supportive of one another. 
So it's, it's a different kind of mentality, even when it comes to like the independent businesses in paintball themselves. And uh, I know guys from other paintball businesses who are just super helpful, willing to give you advice, people who have really made a success of, um, of their own business are willing to share and give you a step up to help you reach your goals too. So if anybody's trying to reach out or create something in the paintball community, you will find a, a really large group of people who are willing to give you a chance, you know, and, um, vote with their money. Like they'll, they'll give you their money, you know, it's just to, just to, to be supportive. So that's one thing I can truly say is like something you guys mention a lot that the community is just awesome. Everybody is supportive and you don't really know that unless you start digging into it. You know, Mm -hmm. if you're just a casual person who shows up at the field, you might not realize how deep the bonds go for everyone. But once you start becoming a part of that family, it's really special. It's really good. Oh, absolutely. We've said it before, or I should say I've said it before, you know, I mean, Eugene and I wouldn't be, um, you know, we wouldn't have the friendship that we have had it not been for paintball, you know? And the thing that I I've touched on before is that our lives ended up kind of going parallel to each other outside of the sport. You know, I mean, we still talk regularly. We hang out all the time. Our kids were born two weeks apart from each other. (laughs) So, you know, um, and, and, you know, I've said it before, Eugene's like, uh, you know, he's one of three people in this world that I would take a bullet for. So everything that, that, you know, you just touched on is, it, it talks about the the heart and and you know the the quality of those bonds uh, i mean mm-hmm. it's it's very very rare that you find that in a lot of other not only sports in general obviously it's out there but um you know it, it i find it to be especially cool because paintball still is very much a niche sport mm-hmm. and this community is a lot smaller than people might think it is, you know? Yeah. So it, it, it's fantastic. It's absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Every once in a while I have like a planet eclipse shirt on or something and I'll be in the grocery store and somebody will be like, I like your shirt, dude. And I'll be like, yeah. Oh, paintball yeah. player. Like, yeah, exactly. Knows. I mean, it doesn't happen often, but every once in a while. Yep. Definitely. It definitely does. And ah, <sighs> I swear, we, I, I feel like we could sit and reminisce with Mike all night. I know, we definitely all could. Night. I don't know if anywhere, guys. I mean, I got a lot of sewing to finish, but. Uh. Well, if you sit tight, Mike, we'll, we'll come back. We'll talk to you afterwards, but we're going to let you go just for right now. And we're going to end our show because we are, we hit that hour and 30 mark, which we haven't done in a long time. I think this could this potentially could have been kind of like an Amber Wong repeat where we went two <laughs> hours with her, yeah. but I think yeah, it was more there for two hours. We ended up having to make it into two episodes, but, but we kind of had to get in as much as we can because she's all the way over in. Yeah. She was in, she was in uh, uh, Italy at the time. It wow. was Italy or Spain or Spain. Sorry. Spain. 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 Yeah. She's over in Spain. So it was kind of like, a, we're going to cram it all in one. Cause I don't know if we're going to be able to get her Florida right now. Cause she's going to be playing. Oh, that's right. So if anybody sees Amber, the beast one, tell her we said hi, take a picture of her so we know she's actually out there roaming the earth and send it to us. 
But yes, hi. All right, so we're gonna let you go real quick, Mike, and then we will be back on with you afterwards. But we are again. It was awesome to have Mike on. Check out his stuff on Instagram. So here we go. Awesome. Honestly, I could definitely keep just talking to Mike about all the old days of, like, if you put like Spain. Yeah, she, yeah, she, yeah, she's yeah. lives in Spain. I know she's in Spain. Although well, Lupe will be seeing her on Wednesday, so that's good. Lupe, take a picture of her and tell her that you know we yeah, want to just tell her, tell tell her to her. pose like pose like the the Bigfoot when they're walking, kind of because you know she's a mystery. <laughs> yeah. Amber the Beast Wong. Thank you, Nick. Um, thank you, Nick. Thank you again. Thank you man. in general, man. You've definitely, like, so many people are now, well, one, for Dennis's headband. Two, we've had so many, like, people wanting to be on the show now, which is awesome. And also, you know, it's it just, again, like Mike said, that this is just a community that's so, you know, loving, in a sense, without being so loving. You know the, the dude love handshake hug pat pat not the not the other uh, you know I'm just saying yeah so you know it was uh it was awesome okay hold on let me stop that all right so guys again you guys want one of those awesome headbands check out Charm City on Instagram and Charm it's Charm underscore City underscore Paintball and Hit up Mike, and he's seriously approachable. I, he like, I'm not used to people saying, "Hey, just give me a call." It's like, since I do so much text, and it's always I'm always on the go. Mike's like, "Give me a call." I'm like, I gotta, I, I gotta call this guy. I gotta call him. And then I missed his call this morning. And then when I got on the phone with him, I started talking to him. And then I was like, "Man, I wish I could have talked a little bit more with him." But it was cool to have him on right now. So, yeah, you know what? I kind of do miss the days of. Because even you and me do that a lot, Dennis, where we – it's a lot of text, but then it's like – All the time. When, once we get on the phone, it's like we we don't – we're like two old ladies and just keep gabbing away. It doesn't even matter <laughs> what the heck we're talking about. We just keep going. I could have been – I called you about – what did I call you about today? Was it today or yesterday? It was uh, yesterday. Yeah, Sunday. Yeah, it was, it was on Sunday. Yeah. Sunday, I was just – I called you about some – oh, because of the Latin Saints thing, and then we ended up on the phone for like an hour and a half. We just went off on tangent, like always. But like always, yeah. Yeah, like always. But oh, so that was the other thing for tourney tourney talk that I missed, and Lupe brought it up. Bunker Fest, Bunker yeah. Fest put out their dates. So guys, start putting those, marking those on the calendar. Give your support to Chris and the guys over at Bunker Fest. Yeah, um, I. I saved the uh, I saved the the post in our uh, favorites folder. If you want to put it up, my favorites folder. They they announced it, um, the dates and uh, locations for all of the Bunker Fest series for next year. I got to start looking at this. You got to tell me when you start saving stuff because I. You know what? I I meant to tell you today because I did the same thing with the. I could have. Yeah, I just the, the mic the group for the pro. For the pro brackets for uh, this weekend as well, it's all. Well, it's also the Mike Paxing. I just seen that the the video for that. I'm like, yeah. oh shoot, 
I could have had that. Okay, so really quick, guys. I know this is um, we're not doing tourney talk, but we're gonna bring it up because we want you know we like Chris and uh, um, Chris and Jeff. The, I mean, Jeff, the other Jeff Eugene out there. Yeah, constantly, constantly, constantly cranking out you know posts and and information and everything regarding bunker fest so you know so to support that as much as we can yeah march 24th to the 26th they're going to do the lmo blitz in texas and then they got memorial classic may 19th to the 21st and that's going to be that, that's going to be in, in texas as well it's texas giant, giant, oh, giant people sports yeah and then we've got uh Mile High Open, July seventh yeah, to the ninth. That's the Denver event, and that's um, that's actually they're going to have seven man at the Denver that's event. That's what uh, Lupe was talking about. Yes. And then we got the Texas Shootout, August twenty fifth to the twenty seventh, back at Giant Beanball Sports. Um, and we've got the Halloween Havoc, October sixth through the eighth. Uh, most of these are going to be in Texas. Actually, all of them except for Mile High is going are going to be in Texas. At Giant Sports, which was something that we had uh, talked to Gio when we were out at SD Village and we got a chance to talk to him. And he was saying that he's got to, you know, they're working with Chris to, to get these events going and they are going to be held at Giant Sports. So definitely, Giant, you guys yeah. start paying, paying attention for when those dates are coming up for the, um, what do you call it? Uh, for registration and everything. So, and man, when we talk to those two guys about the events, they're talking about how great they are and hearing, uh, you know, so many great reports back about how well it's run, how well the refing is. I mean, they're events to definitely go to. We're hoping to try to get out to some of them next year to be able to be there as a media presence, but we'll see what happens. I mean, that's next year. Um, but definitely, definitely Bunker Fest, guys. Check it out. It's another series, and it's going to be awesome. So with that, I oh, I also wanted to say before we end, um, to all three of you guys that are still watching, which would probably be Nick, Lupe, and Ben, thanks, guys, for sticking with us. But there's more. <laughs> so really quick, you know, something that uh, Mike brought up, which is about an up-and-coming uh, videographer that wants to get out there. Look, we – are two there's only two of us in this there's two of us in behind the mask yeah what we are looking for are guys that are out there that are trying to get into it uh videography and photography and we're looking to build teams that are in other states what is it in for you what's in it for you guys High five, guys, because yeah. we don't have the cash to give you guys. But it's also a way to get your name out there, and we definitely would love to, the help to probably get out onto fields. Uh, we, we're looking for guys that can do some video work. Now, a little disclaimer to that, because I definitely want to see what you have to offer. And I'm not going to be picking everybody that's out there because um, – yeah, we do need the help. We want the help. And, of course, beggars can't be choosers when you're, like, saying, it's free, please. Yeah. Yeah. But we obviously we still do want to keep, of course, the quality high because, you know, we want to put our name out there. We're putting our name to this. We're putting your name to this. And if you guys want to get higher level, then obviously quality. 
So if you guys got videos and you want to send them to us, you definitely could do that at you can well you can send them to us to to our Gmail, which is buying the mass media at Gmail. DM us if you'd like if you can't send it because it's such a big file. DM us on our behind the mass media at um, Instagram. And we can probably get like a, a Google Drive going and we can download and I can look at your stuff. So, and I'm not saying this because I'm trying to be a snob. Again, I got years and years of experience of doing this. So um, I kind of know what I kind of we're looking for and stuff like that. So, and also if you guys, if you don't want me to look at it and tell you guys how to improve it, I'm more than happy to help talk to you guys, how to improve your shots, how to do stuff like that. I'm always open to talking to guys that are looking to get into videography, get into all this graphic stuff because it's something that I do. It's a passion of mine. So by all means, hit me up. Let me know. We'll talk. Um, with that, we're going to end our show. We've gone an hour and 40 minutes. Woo! Yeah! And half of it is us meet.